Chapter 8 The next day after school, the four of us headed toward the gardens on a city bus. Tobias flew. He said he'd be there before we were, but he wasn't sure how close to us he could actually get. The gardens is this big amusement park that also includes a zoo. Only they don't call it a zoo, they call it a wildlife park. My mom works there. Actually, she's the head of medical services, the head vet. I have a pass to get in any time I want, but the others all have to pay, which is kind of a drag, because Marco never has any money. Ever since Marco's mom died, his dad has been kind of messed up. He just takes temporary jobs, and they're always broke. I guess I kind of think it's romantic, the way Marco's dad has never gotten over his wife dying. But on the other hand, it's like I had to learn when I started helping my dad with the animals— Sometimes death just happens, and all you can do is get over it the best you can. It's tough for Marco, because he feels like he has to take care of his dad, instead of his dad taking care of him. On the bus, I glanced over at Marco. He was looking out of the window, being kind of quiet. Hey, Marco, I said. What? Is that a new haircut? It looks good. Yeah? He looked surprised. He ran his fingers back through his long brown hair and kind of smiled. I did some homework on the bus, math, gag, yuck, and listened to my Walkman. When we got there, it turned out there was a special on tickets. Buy two and get the third ticket for a dollar. Marco had a dollar, fortunately, so we didn't have to go through any big scenes. We cruised through the area where all the rides were, heading toward the wildlife park. Jake shook his head sadly, looking up at the monster roller coaster. That used to be the coolest thing in the world to me, he said. But ever since I morphed a falcon, it just hasn't seemed like any big deal. I mean, you're going maybe 80 miles per hour on a steel track. When I was a falcon, I did like 200 miles an hour in mid-air. This morphing stuff does kind of change things, Marco agreed. I used to want to get all pumped up. Then I morphed into a gorilla and it was like, why bother lifting weights? I can just become a gorilla and bench press a truck. I don't feel that way, Rachel said. Being a cat made me more interested in gymnastics. I mean, as a cat, I was just so totally, totally in control and graceful. Ever since then, I've been trying to use that feeling. When I'm on the balance beam, I try and remember that cat confidence. And then you fall off just the same as always? I teased. Oh, yeah, (laughs) Rachel said with a laugh. She made little walking fingers in the air that then fell over. Boom, I slip right off but I feel confidence while I'm falling off. We reached the wildlife park entrance. The marine mammals are one of the first exhibits. There's a main building, then there are several outdoor tanks. We went straight for the largest outdoor tank. There were bleachers all around it on three sides where people sat for performances. A show had just ended, and hundreds of people were leaving. The next show would be in a couple of hours. Good timing, Jake said. Not too big a crowd. It's a weekday afternoon. I said. It's never all that crowded on school days. We forced our way upstream against the rush of people and reached the side of the tank. It's pretty big, like four or five big swimming pools. It's very blue, very clean looking. There's a low platform on one side where the trainers stand to communicate with the dolphins. So what's the difference between porpoises and dolphins? Marco asked. Both just fish, right? Sploosh! The placid surface of the water exploded a few feet from us. Water sprayed across me. Ooh, we all said as one. He flew straight up out of the water, like a sleek, pale gray torpedo. 
eleven feet long from nose to tail. Four hundred pounds. He simply flew into the air, seemed to hang there ten feet above the surface of the water, took a skeptical look at us, gave us his permanent wise-guy grin, and slid back beneath the water so smoothly that there was barely a ripple. That is a dolphin, I said to Marco. Okay, I like that. That is excellent, Marco said. Did you see what he did? You know how really great athletes never look like they're even trying? Like Michael Jordan? How everything they do is perfect, and you know they must have practiced for a million hours, but they always look like, oh, no big deal, of course I can fly through the air, nothing to it. That's a dolphin in the water. Effortless, perfect, utterly in control. Fish swim through the water. Sharks swim, tuna swim, trout swim, even people swim. Dolphins don't just swim through the water. They own the water. The water is their toy. The water is one big trampoline, and the dolphins bounce around like kids having a good time. Just watching them makes you happy. It also makes you feel like you're just this clunky, awkward wind-up toy, jerky and stumbling and clumsy. Human beings may be the smartest creatures on Earth, but we sure are dorky compared to a lot of other species. He's trying to get me to give him some more fish. We all spun around. It was one of the dolphin trainers, a woman named Eileen. Oh, hi, Eileen, I said. She nodded toward the dolphin, who was just exploding out of the water again. This time, he turned a neat little somersault. Joey's the biggest con artist. He's always trying to get extra fish. He's amazing, I said. Yes, he is, Eileen agreed with a look of pride. I introduced Jake, Marco, and Rachel. We were looking at some dolphin information on the internet, I lied, so we thought we'd come out and see the real thing. Well, as you know, we have six dolphins here. Joey, whom you've met, Ross, Monica, Chandler, Phoebe, and Rachel. Hey, you guys want to feed them a little? You start throwing fish in the water, and they'll all come over. It won't upset their schedule? Nah, just don't let Joey get it all. He's kind of pushy. Eileen left us with a nice big bucket of fish. That is some nasty-looking fish, Marco commented. Once you morph into one of those dolphins, you won't think that, Rachel pointed out. Marco gave her a skeptical look. Do you realize that just a couple of days ago we were fish? Not much different than these fish? He was right, but it wasn't something I wanted to think about. I've always been very involved with animals, but it is a whole different thing when you can become different animals. I took a fish by the tail and tossed it into the water. Just as Eileen suggested, the rest of the dolphins showed up very quickly. Wow, think these guys like to eat? Rachel asked. The dolphins put on quite a show. They obviously knew how to impress humans. It's just weird the way they grin at you, Marco commented. I mean, it's like they actually think something's funny. And they make eye contact, Jake pointed out. They look right at you, right in the eye. Most animals seem like they're looking past you, or just looking to see what you are. These guys look at you like maybe they recognize you from somewhere. Jake leaned over the edge of the tank to stroke one of the dolphins. Hi there. Do I know you from somewhere? Jake's my name. The dolphin tossed his head back and forth like he was nodding yes, chattering in his high-pitched dolphin voice. Okay, now that was weird, Rachel said. It was like he was answering Jake. Are you so sure he wasn't? I asked. Dolphins are very intelligent. Not our kind of intelligence, but still, 
I guess they're one of the two or three smartest animals around. It will be strange morphing something so intelligent, Rachel said. Yes, I agreed. Strange and wrong, somehow. I felt a twisting in my stomach. How is doing this any different than what the Yerks do? Rachel looked surprised. Yerks take over humans, she said. Besides, they don't morph. They infest. We don't take over the actual animal. We just copy his DNA pattern, create a totally new animal, and then... And then control the new animal, I said. It's not the same, Rachel insisted, but she looked troubled. It's something I'll have to think about, I said. It's kind of been bothering me. Jake joined Rachel and me. We'd better do it. I nodded. Yes, we should, before we run out of fish to feed these guys. I leaned over the side of the tank and patted the head of the nearest dolphin. Her skin was rubbery, but not at all slimy, just like a wet rubber ball. She grinned up at me, fixing me with one eye as she cocked her head to see me. I pushed away my doubts, closed my eyes, and concentrated on the dolphin. She became peaceful and calm, as animals always do during the acquiring process. May I? I asked her silently. But of course, she couldn't answer.